Welcome everybody back to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt with me, as always, Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Man, I'm in such a good mood today. Yeah? It's So it's Thanksgiving Eve, right? Glutton Fest 2018, getting ready to start. Happy Thank Yousgiving to everyone. Yeah. Um, so, which means I don't have to work for the next four days. Yeah. That's really what that means. That's really what Thanksgiving means to me. Yeah. Um, I don't have to. I don't have to work for the next four days. Also, I saw the best college basketball game I've seen in a long time. Oh man! This evening, how much fun was that? Gonzaga was, Duke, oh, man. one versus three in Hawaii. It doesn't get much better than that. It was. It was awesome to watch. Um, I'm just feeling good. How are you? If I was any better, I'd be you, brother. All right. Well, listen, the nosebleeds, we're here back again uh, on the Facebook Live. Uh, for anybody out there on Facebook Live, we appreciate you tuning in, checking it out. Uh, next week, we might have a little different setup. We're going to we're gonna move the old uh, studio around. We got some, some new lighting we're going to throw in here, try to get some stuff worked out a little bit, and uh, see how it goes. Kind of excited about it. We, I am, too. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna see you three straight days, three days in a row. Me and you will see each other. I'm sorry for you. I don't know. Tomorrow, tomorrow, of course, is Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for, uh, uh, you know, uh, everything that I have in my life, family, sure. you, this podcast. You know, yeah. I'm I'm thankful for for every. What about you? What are you thankful for, brother? I'm thankful for all those things too. I'm definitely thankful for my my family first and foremost, of course. Um, and you're included in that, obviously, because we're cousins. One verse three. Um, who I'm, I'm definitely thankful th- for uh, Facebook Live, within <laughs> Facebook Live on, right. on the program. You can get um, that done. That's how we do things here. We I'm just th- bring ourselves right back into it. I'm definitely thankful for the opportunity to do this and for you orchestrating 99.999% of it. Um, so here's what here's what I'm gonna do to continue to orchestrate it. Okay. I need you to talk in, right there now. Talk down. Oh, now talk. Dude, oh, talk. To that. talk Here we go. I got. I get to talk down on someone. <laughs> do I have to go like this the whole time? I got. I got it. We we're good now. You're we're right good. though. That does. I hear that yeah, much better in my yeah. own. I got you, brother. Sense. I'm gonna take care right of you. I'm gonna take care right of you, brother. You just you just we'll hang out with me. We'll go places. <laughs> all right, like in this basement. In this basement. That's, that's where right. we'll go. Yeah, that's all, that's where I want to be. There you go. All right, so uh, yeah, thankful for for family. You said right. Good to go. Yes, sir. All right, I'm a little shocked, Chris. Thought you might be delayed start. No, no delayed start. Xavier is in the middle of playing. Uh, it's very difficult for me not to watch the Xavier game right now. Yeah, kudos uh, to you, man. Adam's this got it up. For listen, you. hey, listen, it, we're working now, man. I, 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 you know, I got, I got something I got going on. I got to take care. I got to take care of business. Well, Xavier's up ten right now with under ten minutes to go. I like it. That's not. I mean, it doesn't mean much because. A lot of time. We were up 10 or 11 the other day with about 12 we're minutes up, ago. We so. up 19, um, yeah. <laughs> Which, now this tournament could have been a whole lot of fun for for our Xavier Musketeers because we could have got to face Duke where Duke played Auburn uh, on Tuesday, yesterday. I mean, we would have lost. It wouldn't have been any fun, but I still would have thought that. It would have been a lot of It, it would have been, been great. It would have been fun we'll to get see to, test, We'll get yeah. to Duke. We'll get to Duke later on. All right, so uh, – Start off, you can catch us on Nosebleeds Facebook, follow a friend, all that good stuff. Comment on us, talk to us. We'll try to get back at you. Um, SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcast, CastBox. Get on there, hit the subscribe button, comment on there. Uh, we appreciate it, and and we'll get back to you. Whatever yes, you got will. to say. Oh, and coming up very shortly, very soon, 
nosebleedsports.com. Yeah. Yeah. That's the look big out, exciting look news out bar, Look out Barstool Sports. <laughs> nosebleedsports.com is on its way. John Wright, how you doing, big dog? Uh See, I we send shout outs while we're while we're doing this. You know, sure. Facebook Live, somebody gets on. What up, C dub, J dub, how you doing? We love doing that. There you go. Anyway, uh, so yeah, nosebleedsports.com. Check it out. It's not up yet. It'll be up soon. Uh also the unveiling of so here's what happened. So the t shirts and the logo that I've been talking about having for a long time, right? We promised a bunch of people t shirts if they came went and, and subscribed uh a few a few months ago. Or longer. <laughs> and uh, so the T-shirts are in. The box has been here for over a week. And I got that there's this smoking hot chick that came up and she did this pitch about wanting to do three logos for us. And I didn't, I didn't even hear her talk. She's so beautiful. I just said, okay. Well, the logos now, I have three logos. We're going to put them on Facebook for you guys to vote. You tell us what you want, our lo- which one of the three logos you want us to use. And... Uh, Shout out to Aaron for for taking care of that, and and then all the shirts will finally be ready to go. And if you're not getting a free one, you can always get one at nosebleedsports.com. Possibly, we'll see how it coming goes. soon. Coming soon. All right, so let's get started off. Worst hair in NBA. We got a little poll going on Facebook. We're uh, going to be in the final four because Javel McGee smoked Joakim Noah. So now it's going to be the final four. The number one seed, Alfred Payton, versus number four seed, JaVel McGee. What do you think? I think the Alfred Payton, uh, what were we calling it, the umbrella? or The, the umbrella, was yeah. It? I, Is that- I, I think, uh, I think uh, another podcast uh, host out there, Tyler Roop, out in, out in L.A., in California, I think mm-hmm. he called it the umbrella. Yep. And I kind of like that. It's basically, he's, he's, his face never gets wet when it rains. Right, right. Um, so we got that and JaVale McGee's uh, triple rat tail. All right, worst hair. We'll put them up there tonight. Get on there and vote. See what you got. All right, let's get kicked off, man. Nosebleed Sports Podcast, Adam Schmidt, Chris Witt. Here we go. Let's talk about some Bengals. We're going to do mm. quick because I'd rather talk about that Monday night game that went down yeah. between the Rams and the Chiefs. So another L for our lowly Bengals. The defense is just killing me. This defense, Marvin Lewis didn't do anything to help it. That, I mean, Marvin going over there making calls didn't do anything. Obviously, they're they're hurt. They're injured still. There's a lot of guys out. Vontez Perfect isn't even – doesn't. he looks like he might as well be Vinny Ray the yeah. way he plays out there. Yeah, that's true. Um, yep, they did – you know, the defense was bad. It's been bad. Um, the offense isn't looking a whole lot better than, than the defense is right now either. Um you know they. I don't know. They just they really didn't didn't ever get anything going on offense, especially while AJ Green's out. You know Tyler Boyd is really your only wide receiver you can you yep. can trust, um, and he's been really good. But John Ross made a made a couple nice catches, but he still he, it's he's not a professional. He's not a pro wide receiver. Yet. I still don't trust him. No, I wouldn't either, and I don't think Andy does. And you can tell mm-hmm. when he plays that he doesn't trust him. So yeah, there's you know. There's there's a lot of room to work. Anyway, the Bengals got the Browns this week. We got to have a W. This is the whole reason they brought Hugh Jackson in. You know, <laughs> let's get two W's. Hugh, tell us what they're doing. Let's get this thing done. Uh, I got ten bucks riding on this game straight up. Somebody wanted, thought the Bengals would win. I'd take that all day against the Browns. Somebody else thought. So you're taking the 
Browns? No, I'm taking the Bengals. Okay. Are you okay. kidding me? I thought they still got okay. a chance at eleven and six. Or eleven and five. Like I said, they still got a chance at eleven and five. Um yeah. Yes. They do. Mathematically they do. Mathematically You're right. they do. Um yes. I'm still if in there. I'll tell you what, boy, tell speaking me. of bets, if they go eleven and five, if they go eleven and five, we cancel out this um we're even on the uh, our picks. We we make weekly picks for three games. Yeah. If they go eleven and five, so that's because the bet, the bet is if they go eleven and five, then I win. Then then <laughs> then that the our bet that we would have on the picks is off. Yes. And, and, and look, I don't want to get too far ahead, but it's so. Here's the deal. By this show next week, yeah. I need you to come up with something that that we are going to do for this bet. Okay. All right. Because I'm getting my butt kicked, which uh, we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. So Monday night. Yeah. All right. I got to get this off my chest because all week, ever since, not all week, the last two days, all I keep hearing on t- radio, TV, everywhere, the new NFL. You got a glimpse of the new NFL. No, th- this is where the NFL is going. Yes, the NFL is going somewhere where there's going to be more points scored. All right? I understand that. The, the, the way the rules have changed and everything, but the game, we're not going going to be at a place in 10 years where every game is 55 to, or 54, 51. It's not going to happen. This is, there will be more points scored, which is a good thing. You won't get as many of the 10 to six games or anything like that. But this is, look, we've had teams like this forever. They It's just, just so happened that two of the three teams in the NFL like this played each other. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. Yeah. There's three teams that play like this. Every year, there's a couple teams that are just up and down and score as many points as you can. Usually, New Orleans is one of them. Mm-hmm. You had the Rams back in the day with the greatest show on turf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, this team, they can't, come on. The Bengals and the Browns scored more points than you did on Monday night. I mean, that's, it's not like you did something super special. That was that was a long time ago, but <laughs> but yes, two very different Bengals and Browns teams. I'm just I don't um, I'm tired of hearing about this. Sorry. No, it's uh, boy, that really sounds like a get off my lawn type of yeah, uh, thing. Yeah, get so off our, my lawn. There you go. That's our, the segment, that's our get off my segment. lawn. So, um, but th- tell me about it. No, I, I'm telling I, you, that's what I'm thinking. I don't think that this is the new NFL. Yes, the new NFL, NFL is going to have more points, but is it going to be 54, 51 every week? Don't give me that crap. That's there's too many good. In fact, shit, there was four defensive or three def, three or four defensive touchdowns the other night. So, I, come on. Yeah, it, it well. It, that was a result, I feel like, of so much passing. Like, they, uh, there was – both teams just passed the heck out of the ball in that game. That's what they do. It, but Right. But I think I think that's why it's a little safer to run because there are usually less turnovers. Interceptions, every time a quarterback drops back, if he gets pressured, he bumps into his own guy or something, he can, he can drop the ball. Um, you know, you're going to get more turnovers the more you pass the ball, I think. Um, so that was that was part of that. But – yeah, those two teams, you're right. Those two teams, along with the Saints. They just so happened to play each other. That's all it was. I'm right. tired of this is the future. Of the, this is not the future of the NFL. The future of the NFL is more points. I'm going to give you that. But it's not 100-point games every week. It's not going to happen. It's not. That's not where we're heading. Get it off. Uh, I'll be the first one to put it out there. This is overreaction Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> whatever day today is. Overreaction Thanksgiving. Come on. It was one game. It was a high-scoring game. It's that's the two best offenses in the NFL besides the Saints. It, they just played each other. Yeah, they they do. So every year, they do tweak the the rules to favor the offense a little bit more. Seems like every year. 
part of that is the whole safety thing. You know, you can't, I, I was joking about it earlier with you. There's like a, there's like a little six inch box on a guy's body that you're allowed to hit the guy anywhere other than that. It's a penalty. Exactly. Um, so, but, and you're not allowed to hit quarterbacks anymore either. Um, that's so, been for a while. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but yeah, so the, so the rules changing that, you know, there are some, some coaches that are like big time offensive minds, you know, your chip Kelly's, your, your guys that come up and like revolutionize offenses, um, in the NFL. And that's happening too. part of, you know, so it's those things together, but I agree with you. It's not, you, we're not going to see 40 something to 40 something, 50 something to 40 something games all the time. And that's the thing. It's cyclical too. Like in every sport, you're going to see more teams score more points for a while. And then somebody's just going to really concentrate on building their defense up and they're going to start winning on defense. And then everybody's going to start copying that again. And it'll go right back. I don't know the defense will ever be the as big as it is now or was Mm -hmm. obviously, but it will, things are going to turn, things will continue. I, Right now, it's going to be a while before you see a defensive coordinator get a head coaching job. I can tell you that. You're probably right. <laughs> probably right. So, now, I do want to say this, though, because uh, Jared Goff and, and Pat Mahomes are, are two ridiculously good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So, tomorrow, I plan on being Pat Mahomes, minus the five interceptions. And I, I take that back. I'll probably throw five interceptions. <laughs> um, if I'm not on your team, I'm going to try to get one of those. All right, good luck. You probably will. I probably throw one to everybody tomorrow. <laughs> so we, sorry, we have the uh, our cousin turkey bowl. I guess every Thanksgiving morning, I dread it every single year uh, because we got to get. It's so funny. Everybody, about... everybody talks about how much they hate going out and play football on Thursday morning. Am I the only one that still likes to do this? No, other people like it too. I think, but it's just the the thought of getting up early and it's when it's cold out which it is right now, it's just – oh, but we, we always have fun. We always end up having fun no matter how much. I'm like, man, laugh I don't really hard. Do we laugh really hard. We it's, do. It's a, it's a good time. We got rid of the tackle. We're into flag now. Yeah, we're all old. Thank goodness, yeah. Yeah, we're all old, so we're playing flag. It's it's much better, much better game. So, yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, good luck to that. All right, let's get into our football picks. I was 0-3 last week. We don't need to go over them. You were 2-1. I'm getting smoked. I think I'm down 14 or 15 games now. Ten. I lost this bet. I'm down ten. 10 games. There's uh what? There's there's uh 5 weeks of football left. It's almost impossible for me to come back, but we'll give it a go. Here we go. Uh so I'm going to let you start off, man. Who'd you take? I'm taking uh so Seattle is at Carolina. Carolina's favored by three and a half. I'm taking Carolina. I'm also taking Minnesota at home against Green Bay. They are th- Minnesota is a 3-point favorite. And I'm taking uh, a big one here. New Orleans is at home against Atlanta. They are 12 and a half point favorites. I'm going to go ahead and take them to cover that. All right. Um, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm not taking any more because last week I took three three point spread games and they were both three point games. Yep. So everything's going to be a half point. So I'm going right down this line here. We're going, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to go Atlanta plus 12 and a half. Hmm. Yep, yep, that's a loss right off the bat for me. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to take the Giants plus five and a half in Philly. And I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take New England minus nine and a half in New York. Okay, 
So we've got one common game there, uh, the Atlanta-New Orleans game. Comes the comeback. Don't call it a comeback. I never went anywhere. I will not call it a comeback. You can call it a comeback. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yep, we'll, we'll see. Right now we are uh, – I'm 17-13. and 13, You're 7-23. and 23. That's where we're at. Like you said – 17-13. I'm telling you what, brother. You're making money in this picking thing, something you've never done before <clears> in your <throat> life. Right. Gambling on on football games, and you're kicking. You're, you're doing. You're doing well. You're doing I'm, real well. I'm doing. I'm. I'm in the black right now, but I mean, just barely. It's not like I'm. Do, you don't understand. You're. You're four games up. Oh, is that big? Yeah. I mean, you're shoot. Most people. I mean, you get over. 50, hey, listen. I'm just trying to make some. Make a dollar. You put a stack on every well, game, brother. Think about that. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't made anything because we're not betting any money at all. Yeah, but if you were. You'd be up a few. You'd be up a whop. You'd have a whop in your pocket. Hmm. All right. I don't know what a whop is, Neither but that sounds I. pretty good. All right. So we're gonna get on to the next movement of our of what we do in this podcast. Swipe left, swipe right. Uh, episode eight. I always talk about it. Adam did it. Speaking of, real quick, <laughs> I found out today Adam has a blog. <laughs> I didn't know this. I had no idea. I did have my one. cousin, my my the co-host of the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. And, uh, you know, we're on episode, like, 32 of this thing. We've been doing this for daggone near a year. And and I had no idea that you had a podcast, or you had a podcast, that you had a blog. Yeah, I have a podcast. It's called The Nosebleeds. Um, <laughs> no, I, I had a blog. I started it, like, probably six, seven, eight years ago or something. I thought I was going to do something with it. I, I wrote, like, maybe, like, uh, one editorial thing and then, like, uh, you know, an update on on what happened in some NBA games on a few nights or whatever, and that was about the extent of that. All right, so here's the deal: so the nose nosebleed nosebleedsports.com dot com mm-hmm. will be up and running soon, and it'll have a link to Adam's blog, <laughs> and he's gonna start blogging again. So I'll, I'll okay, I'll start I'll start writing again. Start writing again. That sounds good to me. I have to get some pointers from uh, from Andre Edwards. Yeah, our uh, our I'm, friend Andre Edwards, the Bengals insider, comes on with us. Every four weeks in the bang, in the uh, Bengals season, uh, we appreciate that. Check him out. He writes for LockedOnBengals.com. Uh, always has something good. He's got an article on there every couple, three weeks or so. Uh, check it out. At Andre Edwards 06. On Twitter, yeah. On the tweet box. All right. Uh, so that's going to bring us swipe left, swipe right. Go ahead, brother. What do you got? I have. So, Chris, uh, a player, a baseball player that we both like a lot, uh, announced his retirement just the other day. Adrian Beltre. 21 years. 21 years in the game. He's only 32 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he started playing when he was 11 years old professionally. Uh, no, he's uh, no he's th- he's going to turn 40 in April, I believe, uh, but he spent 21 years at the major league level. It's very impressive. One of the better defensive third basemen we've ever seen. Yeah. Um, also drove in a ton of runs. Over 1,700 RBIs. He had 477 home runs, I believe. Um, the guy, the guy, kind of always hit and always fielded his position really well. Swipe left or swipe right. Adrian Beltre is a Hall of Famer. Okay, Adrian Beltre, Hall of Famer. I'm going to swipe. I'm going to swipe right to this, and I'm going to tell you why. 
uh, I, I like to, I like to, I like sports trivia. I get into these little sports trivia games and do little, uh, little, little stupid apps and all. And sometimes I'll just go on baseball reference and pull up a category and just say, okay, top five in this category, try to figure it out, go back. And if you go active players, all time active players stats, that dude is top five in everything. Yeah. This his generation when he when he played he was one of the top five all time uh, of of I don't want to say top five players but just statistically longevity wise and longevity in Major League Baseball if you play long enough your stats will get up there and the old guys that vote on on the Hall of Fame are going to put you in longevity is everything Long, in in baseball well it, it, really in any sport uh, mm-hmm. not as much maybe in football. Because you can be really good for five years in football and, and you still get your props. But still, the longer you play in any sport, especially in baseball, people are, that's when your stats start getting up there into the into the big numbers and it goes. So right. I'm gonna I'm gonna swipe right to that, man. I like it. I like Adrian Beltre. He's fun. He always has fun out yeah. on the field. Him and Elvis Andrews. Elvis uh, El, Yeah. Did I say that right. You're right. It's like a tongue twister. Uh, him and Andrews over there at shortstop play around with each other all the time. I was watching all these. Uh, I mean, like, fly balls. It's the fly ball to Beltre in the infield. And, and Andrews is, like, in front of him, like, trying to box him out and goofing <laughs> around with him in the middle of a game. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. And those two have a good time. Adrian Beltre always has a good time. Big ups to him. Congratulations, Adrian. I know you're watching. We appreciate you uh, and listening uh, all the time. Uh, he subscribed. He's already got his Nosebleed speech, uh, Sports Podcast t-shirt. Uh, and his has a special uh, little thing on the back of it that says HOF 2029. That sounds like a year. <laughs> 2029. That's when I feel like he'll get in. I don't well, feel like he's not a first ballot guy. Oh, okay. It's take a few okay. years. He's not okay. a first ballot guy. I got you. Yeah, he's not. I no, mean, yeah, he's he not can't a first be a first ballot guy. He can't be a first ballot guy because you have guys that should easily be first ballot guys that, don't that aren't, and uh, we we could get into a whole thing about that, but we won't. But I, only, I agree with you. You know, the only problem I have with Baseball Writers Association putting people in the Hall of Fame, and and I don't care about if you say people should be first ballot or they're not. You know what? They're going to get in. I don't really care about that. The one that gets me is Ken Griffey Jr. Not unanimously. That's being, that is that's the great. I mean, he was the first ballot Hall of Famer, but it was some guy, one guy out there decided he wasn't going to make him, wasn't going to put him at the top of his list. How in God's name is he not number? That is the stuff that irks me because nobody's perfect. Nobody gets into the Hall of Fame with a perfect, uh, you know, unanimous vote. Yeah, stick it. You're old. So even though he's like a top three best player of all time, he doesn't yeah, get first ballot Hall of Fame. He gets to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, just not just unanimously, not unanimously number one. The dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Baseball Writers Association of America are on my crap list. <laughs> All right, so Adrian Beltre, real quick. I just want to throw these out there. 477 home runs, 286 career batting average, 3,166 mm. hits, 1,524 runs. Ba- uh, runs. The RBIs are what does it. 1,700 RBIs. He's got – I mean, the dude slugged a career 480. I mean, he's – Those are forever. Hall of Fame numbers without question yeah. to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in on it. He – 
You know, he's the, got a ring. He's he's done everything he needs to do. The three thousand hits alone probably gets him in there, but those other numbers back are back in the are day definitely would have. But four hundred seventy seven with three thousand hits, that's pretty that's in that's impressive. Real good. All right, so swipe left, swipe right. To you, the Reds made the right move by signing Razel Iglesias to a three year deal instead of trading possibly trading him. Swipe left. I had a feeling you would say swipe that. Swipe left. I'm not I'm not a big closer guy um i understand there are a there are a few in baseball that are like the best your aroldis chapman's your you know the guys that are the top guys everybody else honestly you can find the best your best available bullpen guy to get outs however you decide to do that tons of people do bullpen by committee now and stuff like that or closer by committee i should say I was hoping that they would use because Rysel Iglesias was one of their best pieces to trade this I past season. I thought so season. too. I agree with that. He was their best. He That's was, what I wanted to see them do with you, him. You had an opportunity to get rid of a guy who is, I believe, I'm with you. I think the closer is a worthless role. Not worthless. Not I worthless. take that back. It's not worthless. But I think it's an interchangeable role. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that you can find in a guy that you didn't know, you know, has got the stuff. But you didn't know that he where he could be, but he can do it in that closer role. You can find those; they they come up every year. There's two, three new, unbelievable closers that come up. Mm-hmm. Listen, this was an opportunity to get rid of an arm because we don't have a lot of them. We don't want to get rid of any of the starters. That's not heaven forbid. Well, we don't have any to get rid of. Nobody wants any of them. <laughs> but you you can get rid of. Uh, and, and what I think is an overrated arm, I think the kid's unbelievable. He's got electric stuff. He's dominant as all get out. Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't know one inning of every game, and most of the time it's a ninth and you're thrown to, you know, seven, eight, and nine. It's, it's, it's useless to me. I, I, don't, I don't like the closer role. So if you got a guy who is going to demand money because he's a closer, then yes. If you have an opportunity to get rid of him to a team who's going to give you something because they need a stopper, we don't need a stopper. He's never he never gets in. He doesn't get to close games. He's not going to get to close games for another two years. We're going to be bad for two more years. So you sign him to a three year deal. You basically gave this dude closer money to have the least amount of close uh, the least amount of saves of any everyday closer. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And and the other thing for me is Bob Castellini and Dick Williams both said um, this. You know, the, since the end of the season that. They were going. This is going to be the year they are going to spend some money and get some pitching on this team this offseason. But this isn't the this, way to do this it. This is not no. the way to do it. You spent. You you gave him three years, twenty four million. So you're giving him eight million a year that you could use for another starter or an, even you know spread it out a couple of pretty good bullpen guys and then have those guys help you out. You know. <laughs> find some of those middle guys. Find some of those guys that have been that have been starters in the past, have moved into the bullpen, but got decent stuff. Somebody that you can move back and forth into different roles. Because for the next two years, this Reds team is not going to be good. It, their offense will still probably be good, but they they cannot find a rotation. At this point in time, you have got to spend money on figuring out your rotation. Yes, and I'm not saying going out and getting veterans, signing veterans or anything like that, but if you're you don't even need to sign. It's not about the money at this point in time. It's about getting the correct pieces. Mm-hmm. 
And and I, listen, I like Iglesias. I think the kid is, like I said, he is electric. The guy's got great stuff. I just don't know that that was the right move. Just not as a starter. Not exactly. We thought we thought originally he was going to be the ace, maybe. Yeah. And for the next, you it's know, the same eight thing that happened with Aroldis Chapman. I wanted right. I, they put Chapman in that role, and he loved it because the place went nuts, and he mm-hmm. could throw 103, 104 as hard as he wanted to. I mean, not get his dead arm syndrome that he would get all the time. Right. And I thought that they really – I thought that was a waste for him. I thought that the best thing for the Reds and Araldis Chapman would have been to keep him in that in that starting rotation and let him learn how to pitch a full game. Because think about that. You could, could have possibly had a Justin Verlander. What would you rather have? Would you rather have an Araldis Chapman that comes in at the end of the game or – a guy like Justin Verlander who comes up every five days and throws 100, 101, 100, 101, 102 with a Definitely. nasty slider. Definitely. I mean, Justin you want a starter. Why, are you, why? I don't understand. Iglesias was the same way. He came up. This dude's supposed to be – I mean, it's like if they would have got rid of him, we would have put Castillo in that role or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I hate it. I don't like it. We need to – this team needs so much to focus on their starting pitching, and they're not doing it. Well, I'm sure they're trying, but it just doesn't seem like it. They they did have – I did hear the rumor, I think you heard the same one, that they they were talking to, I think it was the Yankees, about Sonny Gray, I want to say. Yeah, I Possible saw that. Possible trade. They're talking. It's talking. I right. hate those. Yeah. They they're just rumors. They're talking. You they're know just what? rumors. Dude, this is the offseason. You know that these, these guys talk to each other. I bet that every general manager talks to each other every – I bet at least the three times a week. I bet they talk to every single GM in the offseason three times a week. You're just even just and to then, shoot the shit and just find out what everybody else what's going for. What do you what are people asking you about this guy? I don't want him, but I got a guy kind of like him. What you know? What what kind of what kind of feelers are you getting on it? What could you, what do you think I could get for him? Mm-hmm. These guys talk all the time. Yeah, and then you got the uh, the winter meetings where they you know, a lot of stuff happens there, and uh, <laughs> yeah, because they all Sorry. go get drunk, sit down, they all <laughs> go get drunk together afterwards, sit down, go get some dinner, couple drinks. You know what? I'm going to give you Adrian Beltre, even even if he is retired. <laughs> they are struggling they, over there today. Make, I've got them have, <clears throat> trying to avoid this coughing fit. They, uh, yeah, they make uh, overserved transactions, and uh, Adam's yeah, been to the fun. Yeah, you've been to the winter meetings a couple times, correct? I, I, I've been once. Once, yes, okay. Once. And you sat? Didn't you it sit down with Bruce awesome. Bochy or something like that? I met Bruce Bochy. Uh, I didn't sit down. I don't. I, when I say I sit him. down with him, I mean obviously you didn't like. Hey, Bruce was like, you know what? You're Adam Schmidt. No Sweet <laughs> Sports Podcast. I love you guys. Let me yeah. sit down and bullshit with you for a little bit. Man, I've said that twice. This that was. A, I apologize. That was a long time before we we started doing this podcast. But I'm sure he knows. I mean, obviously he knows who we are now. Yeah. Um. Oh, but, speaking of Bruce, Bruce Bochy, big shout out to him. Uh, we got a comment on uh, SoundCloud from Bruce Bochy a couple weeks ago telling us how great we've been doing and how much he loves us. Thanks, Bruce. Keep up the good work. Uh, Drunkle Bruce. Drunkle Bruce. He just always looks drunk to me. Yes. At all times. He might be. Maybe he is. got that red face. Hey, Ron Washington was on cocaine all the time at one time, so (laughs) hey, why not? Everybody thought everybody thought he was just waving guys home during <laughs> yeah. the playoffs. Nah, he's he's just mellow. He's just coked out of his mind. Hey, when you win, when you win, a, when you're Bruce Bochy and you win two or three or whatever it is, three out of six world, years. yeah, World Series when you don't even have none of those teams were the best team in baseball that year, but they just won it somehow. Um, I guess you can get drunk. There you go. You can stay drunk. Go get hammered. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Um, all right, so let's move on then. Okay. Duke Gonzaga. 
that was just tonight. Um, yeah, it, the it was the finals of the Maui Invitational. Uh, we mentioned it early on in the podcast tonight that Xavier was part of that field. Um, you had some good some good teams in this field, but it came down to Duke and Gonzaga, who I thought you know probably the favorites because Duke number one team going in. Yep, Gonzaga the number three team in the country going in. Um, and I'll tell you what. It really surprised me how I've been hearing about how good this Gonzaga team is. It, it surprised me how well they matched up and played and competed against Duke. They are very athletic. They're this they Gonzaga really are. teams is you don't and I and I feel bad for these West Coast teams because you just they don't just they just don't get the play that these guys over here get. Mm-hmm. This Gonzaga team is the real deal. Obviously, they beat Duke today, so yes. they're going to be called the real deal. And then you know before overreaction. Wednesday begins. They really are, though. I mean, they, they they've really got are. a great they've got a great group of kids. Uh, they they left some points on the line, a lot of points on the line in that game is which is what got Duke back into it at the end. Mm-hmm. They were basically beating Duke by eleven to thirteen the whole game. I mean, they were they I don't want to say dominated, but they basically dominated Duke that whole game. Left a lot of points on the line. Duke hit a couple big threes, got back into it, and the very in the final minute or two. Uh, to make it close, closer than what the score really even was. Well, they they did tie it with like a minute to go or right. whatever, but then Duke missed their last seven shots, set, missed seven shots in the last minute of the game. So, I mean, you know, when you when you start fouling stuff, you have a ton of possessions in the last minute or two. That's what happened. And, and that you know, Gonzaga, like you said, gave them a bunch of opportunities oh, yeah. to tie or win the game because they kept missing free throws. Um, but – so they were Duke was over seven in the last minute, and um, R.J. Barrett was over five himself. R.J. Barrett missed minute. a dunk, big time missed a dunk. Uh, Zion Williamson missed a dunk, uh, one of his famous Trey Jones wind, did windmill windmill tra- dunks. Trey, uh, yeah, that's right. Trey Jones, right? Yeah, Trey Jones. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> don't don't second guess yourself. You got it, brother. But yeah, they um, yeah, it was uh, it, it was definitely. It was definitely a, a an interesting game. I mean, Duke Duke didn't play their best game. No. But in in Gonzaga played a very good game. Shoot, they they scored. They shot 72% from the field in the first half. Yeah. So, that helps against a Duke team, but Duke wasn't able to get up and run, out and run because they every time they they got the ball on the other side, it was coming through the basket. So, the get right. out and run just didn't happen on the on the defensive rebounding side. Right, and, and they ran a little bit here and there, but um, Gonzaga did a really good job of challenging Duke at the rim. They they are a big team. Gonzaga has a big they team. Are, yeah, um, their front line is 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 nice. And um, that Ryu kid is yeah. dominant. And Ru- then Rui Hachimura, yeah, he he's he's going to be a, a probably a lottery pick. Um, and he, they've got, they've got some size. They've got. I love their point guard. Um, it's it, they have a really, really nice team, uh, and they are going to be. Uh, they're probably going to be number one now because they beat the number one team. But I, they might stay there too because I'll tell you now they won that Maui Invitational. I'm not. I'm not positive. They usually actually play a pretty strong non-conference schedule. Yeah. But I'm not positive. I have to look and see who who they have. But once they start in the West Coast Conference, they'll have a team, maybe two, that might give them a game here and there, but maybe not even this year. You know, usually like a St. Mary's or somebody like that is pretty good too, but 
this year Gonzaga is that in in a lot of years they get they get love early in the season top 10 top 15 or whatever and then it's like okay they take they take an L inside the inside their their conference and everybody or a couple beats yeah. them down mm-hmm. and then they come back and do what they always do i mean yeah, and then they they'll end up losing in the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite Eight or something like that, usually in the tournament. And then you're like, okay, well that's that's the thing. They play in the West Coast Conference. Of course, they look great. Um, you know, of course they're going to go twenty five and five every year, or whatever. But this this looks like a different Gonzaga team. It really does. I think this one is really legitimate. I'll tell you what they play. I'm just looking here now. They play North Carolina December fifteenth. That oh, nice. That is going to be a fun game. Nice. Number okay. seven, North Carolina. So they've got some games in there. Like you said, they got some decent non-conference games in there. But, you know, then they get into their, you know, San Francisco, Santa Clara, Pacific, LMU, BYU, who sometimes is good. Mm-hmm. It's they, they, they just don't, you know, St. Mary's is the one team. Uh, and BYU are the only, really the only two teams in their conference that give them a game ever. So it's, it's, uh, I, yeah, I. I'm excited to see to see with this team how this team continues down the road. But I, I I like this Gonzaga team. They got they got a little point guard who can do it all. Quick, 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 man, quick. I really like Josh Perkins. Is his name Josh Perkins? He's he he's yeah he's a he's a smaller guy. He's six three. I mean he's not tiny, but um, can really handle the ball. Can pass the ball. Mm-hmm. Really good vision. He's not. A, a huge score. I think he's he had nine in this game. I think he averages maybe like twelve or something. But he's really efficient. He yeah. shot fifty percent. He was three for six. I think from the floor. He was two for four. I want to say for one or two or two for four from the three point line. And but he had he played the most minutes. He played thirty eight minutes. He led them in minutes tonight. And he had seven assists and two turnovers. Wow. So he had a he had more than a three to one turnover ratio. And to play that many minutes and handle the ball that much, yeah. and run that offense—that's really, really impressive. He's C- averaging CP3 over three numbers, right? Yeah, there. he's averaging over eight assists a game, and in college, usually that's right up near the top of the nation. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I love a guy like that. I, I know it. I, I know that's that you, a little guy that can ha- that, that's got handles. Speaking of that, real quick, uh, have you seen the video uh, going out and about now with Kyrie Irving? Uh, and his dribbling uh, little deal where he's standing on top of two basketballs. basketballs. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know balance is a good thing to have, but is that necessary? (laughs) Honestly, what's that doing there? What's he he doing? I would rather see him standing on, like, two medicine balls or something because you're going to make those basketballs lopsided standing on them. (laughs) He's just irritating Adam. I feel like you're mistreating those basketballs. Adam's very irritating. You know how much – you know how expensive those NBA basketballs are, dude. Well, not to those guys, but yes, to yeah, me. Exactly. Yeah. And you're just going like to sit an 80, there. Like an 80 dollars ball or something like that, probably yeah. more. Um, but yes, yeah, so it, it, that it is impressive though. It's really impressive because you see him doing those drills that you see like Steph Curry doing before every game and then the the the, okay. the, the camera pans out and he's standing it's on basketball. It's impressive. Really impressive. I'm going to give you that. It's impressive. Is it is it really doing anything? What's it what's is that is that doing something to help him out? I, How I mean, often when you're dribbling that, down – I mean, I guess if you're dribbling and somehow you dribble under your foot, you're going to be able to stand on the ball and not fall. <laughs> I guess You still got to pick it up and, you know, I, then you double dribble. I don't know. I, I just don't understand. The balance is important. But these dudes, I don't, I don't, I, it just doesn't make sense. Look, he's 
probably the best ball handler in the league. So really, that's, you think that's he's better he, a ball handler than than it's him Steph, and Steph or, or it's, it's him and Steph. Chris Paul? Yeah, it's I think it's him and Steph. I but think Chris Paul's one of the best ball handlers he, he's still up there. to this day. I agree with league. you. He's up there. He's up there. But Kyrie, Kyrie's, might be. Kyrie, I mean, Kyrie, the things it's the the thing that makes Kyrie so much fun and Steph is they. Chris Paul might have better all-around handles of, like, always know where the ball, blah, 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 you know. But those two can move so explosively in one step, it's not even funny. Their, God, their, their change of direction is – yeah. How many times do you see Steph pull that move where he acts like he's going to take off down the, down the baseline, stop, and the guy just goes through a spin cycle and falls on his butt, and he just stands there, stares at him for a second, and it puts it up. I love that. Dribbles back. I love to turn, the three point line. Turns back to the three point line. Yeah, and I love launches that. a thing that looks like it's way off balance and falling away and stuff, and it's perfect. And he'll throw it. He'll throw it thirty feet in the air mm-hmm. and drain it. I'll tell you that guy. He had a. I want. <laughs> go ahead. That guy is. That guy might be the MVP, based on him being hurt and being out these last the last week or whatever, and the Warriors struggling even with that with three or four other with three other all-stars on the team without Steph Curry they're a way different team they've lost three straight without him yeah and I'm telling you he makes a huge difference for the rest of those guys I agree I agree he they, obviously and <laughs> maybe KD wouldn't be spitting on people speaking of spitting on people spitting on people what am I talking about you're, Yell, you're thinking of people. you're Cussing thinking of people. Rajon Rondo. I'm, think, I'm thinking of Ron, yeah, exactly. Anyway, all right. So let's get into what we like to do on the on the podcast here. We're gonna get into our big three uh, segment, the big three things going on in the NBA right now. So we don't talk about all the boring everyday stuff of the NBA. We'll just get into the big three topics. There is no boring stuff in the NBA. There's not. But normally, this is where our <laughs> views go from forty thousand. Uh, down to, to like 39,998. Anyway, uh, so we're going to start off. Let's start off with KD then, all right? Mm-hmm. KD gets in trouble. Uh, he is cussing out a fan. This is going to be fun. And and he's cussing out a fan, and this is the part I like about – so I've got my own thoughts on KD in general. There's some people that just aren't made to be in the spotlight, and that dude's one of them. Uh, he is – personality-wise, he – is doing this like you got to know you're going to get yourself in trouble when you're cussing at somebody, right? You're gonna you're gonna get in trouble, probably. Obviously, if you're cussing at a fan, but he does it, and he's talking directly over top of a row of media that all have recorders sitting right there in front of them. Like, you, come on, man. Yep. Um, all right. So he got fined. <laughs> he did get fined. Tell me what you think. There was a there was a fan, I guess, underneath the basket who was heckling him. I don't know what he was saying exactly, but um, Kevin Durant told him to shut the bleep up and watch the bleeping game. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got fined $25,000 for that because, like you said, it was caught on camera. Um, and he – look, I can't stand the way that fans – can heckle players can can say almost anything they want to a player and the player is supposed to act like 
perfectly professional all the time and and like it's not bothering them at all they're they're human beings if somebody if somebody was at were at your job telling you calling you every don't, name don't, in the book don't use me tell telling no I, I have to use you telling you well i know because you're so laid back it doesn't I, bother you yeah but i'm but, i'm gonna turn around and have fun with that guy but if you but if it was all if it was every single day every single time you left you you went out on the road and people are giving you a hard time saying stuff about your family calling your family members names saying i mean that that i think even it's you going, look brother it's going too far i'll give you that they're, they're, I, I i i don't like i don't like yelling negative things out at players at any time, whether it's your team or the other team. I think it's stupid. I hate that. Of course it's stupid. Dumb. That person that person should be kicked out of the game. It should be. I still don't understand how they banish somebody for life from a stadium. <laughs> right. So you're telling me that <laughs> if I buy a ticket from a scalper and walk in, you're going to – oh, there he is. There he is. You remember that guy? There's Adam Schmidt. We got face recognition on everybody that walks in the stadium. Come on, man. I can get any game I want to go to. <laughs> Maybe. Kick me out. Banish me for life. Maybe. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Anyway, besides that, that dude should be kicked out of the game, I th- I think. But listen, here's the deal. You are getting, and, and I, I don't like counting other people's money, you're getting paid a lot, all right? And your job, you know what your job is. Your job is to go into other people's home court and play basketball. And you're the best player on the team because Steph's not out there. You're going to get it, especially Kevin Durant, because people know they can get under his skin. If you if you are thin-skinned, people are going to take advantage of that on, on the road. Certainly. <clears throat> Shut up, dude. Don't, don't go cussing at – listen, if you're in the middle of a game – and somebody's bugging you that bad, tell some – come on. Cussing out the guy in the first row because he's saying something to you, that just makes you – it puts you on his level. You are now on his level. Don't get on his level, man. You're a professional athlete. Maybe you are on his level in real life with your trolling 13 burner accounts on Twitter <laughs> and getting in fights with other people about Kevin Durant and it's really you. I mean, come this kid this dude's obviously got some psychological problems going on. I think. He's got he's not maybe not psychological. He's got self-esteem issues or something. The guy needs a little bit of help somewhere somehow cuz he doesn't know how to take what he's got, what has been given to him. He doesn't he doesn't know how to how to do it. He doesn't know how to be LeBron James. I guess not everybody can be LeBron James, you know? Not everybody can be LeBron James. LeBron James <laughs> came out of that decision and was the – people were burning his jerseys. You never saw LeBron get into anything like this. He ends up going back to Cleveland and they love him. And this dude is – I'm telling you, KD's got to get his head on straight. Don't cuss at anybody. Just don't do it. I know he's bugging you. It's every, Like you said, it's every game, everywhere he goes. Right. So wouldn't that weigh on you then? Wouldn't that wouldn't that grind you enough? I'm sure every night he, it bothers him. I'm sure every night it it it, it you know. I'm not saying it, that it shouldn't. Yeah, it, it gets does. Deeper and deeper for him. He's got to be better. And than finally, that. he's, he's got to like, be better than that. He has to. That's that's what he gets paid. It's what that's what that, he gets paid for. I don't get paid. Absolutely not what he gets paid for. Not, he gets you, paid to play basketball. He gets paid he to play not, basketball. And in his con, they have a contract. In your contract, when you sign your contract, it has has a big part in there about how to act 
with fans and all that stuff and how you're supposed to uh, keep yourself uh, what's the word I'm looking for? How to how to behave in things like that when you're on the court and when you're out in public. There's the you know s- things detrimental to the team or whatever. Sure, that's in these guys' contracts. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I am saying that's that is part of your job. But that's it, w- but that's without being provoked. That's without okay. Being... So oh, well, no, hold on. Now if you're going if you're an NBA player and you're a superstar, you're going to be provoked. Yes, but that doesn't make it. That's not that's not okay though. That's it's right, not. Well, that's not okay, and that I'm doesn't matter. I'm not saying make it... it's okay, but uh, it's also not okay for you to turn around and start cussing the other guy, that guy out either. I, really, he said he said a cuss word twice, and really, it could have been a lot worse than that. I think I don't. I have no problem with what he did. I'm going to tell you this: with it, what he hears on a nightly basis, for him to turn around and say, "Shut the bleep up and and watch the bleeping game." That's all he said. I mean, that's really honestly for what these guys hear all the time. That I'm sure we I'm sure we don't know nearly what these guys hear. Oh God, no! But I'm but but we know enough to know that they hear a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Everybody knows what Kevin Durant's mom looks like because she you know she's at every game and she you know they show her all the time and she's the, she she the real MVP and all that kind uh-huh. of stuff. But so I'm sure he hears a lot of stuff about her. I'm sure he hears stuff about his family. Look, it's just not okay. It's not, I don't I don't care. I'm not saying that what, it's okay. For what for what he said, honestly, I feel like he could have done a lot uh, could have said a lot worse than that and it still would have been probably kind of okay. I don't want to see anybody say anything to fans that way. I want to see everybody, especially those stars, especially Kevin Durant, I want to like that guy. I want to. Everybody wants to like him, but he's made it impossible to do. No, I, I don't think so. I don't I think, think he's he made it impossible to do it. People hate him because he went to the Golden State Warriors, that's which not, I still think is the stupidest thing ever. That's not why people hate him. People hate it him. It is. It's okay, a big reason right. why that people is, that, give him a hard there's, time. There's, he gets a big hard reason. time for that, and I'll give you that. But he's a thin-skinned dude. They know they can get under his skin. That's it, why they give him a hard time. That's, LeBron that's even get, worse. Yeah, that's, that's even worse. So I'm not so saying it's that's, okay. That's, I'm that's just telling the definition of bullying. So so you are. So I know I can get to you. I know I can get Don't to you. Get you're, an easy, you're an easy target, so I'm going to go at you to to make you feel bad or to to because I think it's giving my team a, a an advantage in some way or something like that. I I just I, fans get away with way 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 too much, and I feel like what Kevin Durant said. Okay, if you want to find him because you want to keep the level of integrity f- for your players in your league. You know, at at the highest level, okay, fine. He knew he was going to get fined. He actually found out on a podcast, on a Yahoo Sports <laughs> podcast. The guy, it came up on the guy's phone. He's like, "Oh, do you know about the fine yet?" He's like, "No, what is it?" <laughs> and he's like, "You get fined twenty five thousand dollars for cussing it." And he, and he was like, "Cause I told the guy to shut the bleep up and said the bleep," and he yeah. said it, and and uh, he's like, "I knew I was going to get fined." He's like, "You know, it, it's just ridiculous what." You know what people can people it is. can call no, me all kinds all right, here's of things. Here's the deal: it is. It's ridiculous that that can happen. And he just got fined. It wasn't like it's that big a deal. I, I don't know that it's really even that big of a deal. Twenty five thousand dollars, though, right, for to, to telling a you, guy to shut up and watch the game. If he would have said shut up and watch the game, it would have been no problem at all. Yeah. It's it's he the threw, family. He threw an F word in there. Threw a couple F even though in there. every game, all game, guys are doing that. I know, but all that the was fans directed around somewhere the else. Here's the deal. 
So, do you remember when Tyreek Hill in New England got a beer thrown in his face after he scored that touchdown? Yes. I had no problem if Tyreek Hill would have jumped in the fan, jumped in the stands and beat that dude up. I think he deserves to do that. That that no, kind of thing. You have to you have to be professional. No, you're going to get that. No, there's a difference. That dude, that dude, that that now you're in somebody's personal space. That's when it, a whole when different story. When it becomes story. a physical thing. When it becomes a physical thing, that's a different story. Words, come on. Maybe it's just me because that kind of stuff usually doesn't bother me, and I can usually laugh well, it off. You don't but get you don't get the what those guys get though. I do, you have no idea everywhere I go. I don't get <laughs> you don't out get and call my anywhere. Family. No, I don't anywhere close. But everywhere I go, people give me a hard time because they know it's funny and I laugh it off. But not obviously because nothing. They're joking nobody with gets, you. They're joking exactly. And I'm exactly. gonna tell you. Let me tell you the truth. That dude in the front row, he didn't. He doesn't care about Kevin Durant. That dude didn't care. He didn't. To be honest, he, I guarantee he didn't even mean the stuff he said. He just knew that if he kept it up, he was going to get a reaction out of KD. Bullying, whatever you want to call it, is exactly what it was. And that guy, should, like I said, I don't agree with it. That dude should be gone too. But KD, come on, man. You're better than that. Keep the F-bombs to yourself. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't want to hear him say that stuff either. I just, I just don't have a problem with him saying really what he said. To a to another grown man that is there at a game heckling another grown man. I'll be honest with at you. His job. I'll be honest with you. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right uh, let's see. Big big thing number two. John Wall. Speaking of getting fined, how about John Wall cussing out Scott Brooks during a during a practice? Now everybody on this team all of a sudden is starting to sound like John Wall is not even liked on this team. Maybe not, but I'll tell you what. The Washington Wizards are, uh, what are they, 5-15 and 15 or something like that. They've had a really bad start. Yeah. They've had a terrible start. They, Everybody there is unhappy right now. Guys are, really, everybody's having a problem there except for the one guy that you expect to, Dwight Howard. Yeah. He's, he's played you pretty well. You know, that dude doesn't even look like Dwight Howard anymore. I didn't even recognize him. Dwight Howard doesn't look like Dwight Howard anymore. Like, what happened to his shoulders? He, I bet that dude's lost like thirty pounds. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't work out anymore because he's always hurt. <laughs> right now, he has a. He's right now. He's butt hurt. Yeah. He yeah, I'll gl- give you that. He has a gl- He has actually his. He has a glute a gluteal injury. That's so he's around. literally butt hurt. He's literally butt hurt. He uh, his butt hurts. And hey, that's, that's the. I've that, had gluteal. I've had he, gluteal in, injections and gluteal uh, problems before. I'm telling you, it's not fun, man. Those glutes, gluteal. I've never had a gluteal injection. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, you get, you had happened. those implants put in, but hey, let me tell that. you, when I get shaking this thing, I get to twerking. <laughs> oh. If I get to twerking the wrong way, sometimes the implants start moving, and you can tell they're in there. But if yeah. I do the twerk the right way, and it just, ah. they swish around to like the side of your yep. leg and stuff, yep. and I can I, I give uh, I give Cardi B and Nicki Minaj a run for their money. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's we'll the go, truth. We'll go with that. It's the uh, truth. <laughs> no, but but listen, this this situation in Washington it has has gotten really really bad. There apparently was a practice, this same, this very same practice that John Wall, the thing was, John Wall was getting into it with it with his teammate, and Scott Brooks kind of tried to step in and, and facilitate the thing, and John Wall just cussed at him. But here's the deal. This isn't the first time it's happened. John Wall is known on this. He's, he's been known to, to disrespect, basically, Scott Brooks 
on an everyday basis the way I understand it coming out now. These guys are talking. Sounds like everybody does that because he had that same problem in OKC. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But it's it just seems like it seems it, – it Lose, seems look, like losing you, does that to a locker does, room. It, it really does. does that to a team. And winning has the same effect the opposite way. Yep. It's you can deal with look, that's look why Look at the Cavs last year. Yeah. And and that's why this whole thing with Draymond Green and Kevin Durant are going to blow over because right now they're on a three-game losing streak which is the longest in the last 4 or 5 years for them or whatever. But they're going to get they're going to get back, you know, Steph's going to get back. They're going to get back to winning almost every single night. And they're going to be back in that, you know, in the number one or number two spot. And they're going to be really, really good again. They're going to be the best team in the league shortly. And that's all going to blow over because, and they're going to be fine because winning solves everything. Yes. And and in the same way. And then KD will leave next year and it is what and, it is. And it'll be gone. And then they'll go at each other wherever KD goes next KD's year. KD's a little baby. And Draymond Green's always going to be getting in fights with Spe- him now. <laughs> and KD's spe- thin skin is going to get in his way. Speaking of all that, you know, you have the uh, the Warriors and the Thunder. So you have the Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook yeah. thing going on tonight, which is which is actually kind of fun. I, usually, I do. I like I don't this get one. Into that I do stuff, like but. this one because I don't think – I honestly think these dudes, these two dudes, text text each other beforehand <laughs> and like come up with like a, a wrestling like like it's it's planned out on how this is gonna go. You know what I mean? Like I'm right, gonna look. throw you against the ropes. Yep, here's the deal. Exactly, up. exactly. He's like, all right, here you go. I'm gonna dunk on you, right? But as soon as I dunk on you, don't worry. I'm gonna let you block it next time. All right? But here, but we both gonna mean mug every yeah. time. You know, we, we gotta get in each other's yeah. faces. I'm gonna throw one elbow into your shoulder, make it look like I hit you in the neck. We'll see if we can get some people <laughs> going down. You know, get some, get some crazy stuff going. I'm telling you, that's what those guys do. I don't think that's what they do, but it, that's a fun <laughs> thing. Um, and that is, so we, we got off topic. But anyway, yeah. the, the Washington Wizards are a mess right now. That same, that same um, practice that John Wall did that, he was getting into it with somebody else, so he cussed at Scott Brooks because he was trying to step in. Bradley Beal got into it with Austin Rivers, and then Bradley Beal, Ernie Grunfeld, the general manager, was at the practice, and Bradley Beal started going off on Ernie Grunfeld, saying, "You know, I'm sick of this bleep. I'm, you know, it's been seven years, and it starts from the top, and it's, you know, yeah. just the culture there is really bad right now." Mm-hmm. And guess what? It it starts from the top, sure, but guess what? It also starts with playing defense. They're the second worst, statistically, yep. the second worst defensive team in the league, and that's what Scott Brooks said. He's like. We just need to be more disciplined. We need to have better effort. Like that's defensive stuff. Yep. It, it, if you got if if you can't get everybody on board with playing defense, you're gonna stink. It doesn't matter how much talent you have. Yep. You are going to. I, that's why I think that, I think Gonzaga played more defense tonight than Duke did. You're right. It, and and you know people talk about this in the NBA all the time that we don't they don't play defense. There's no defense in the NBA. So listen, there are some teams that don't play defense, and they're bad teams. Yes, and there are good teams that don't play very good defense. But you watch those teams as they get, go on, they turn that defense on when they need to. These guys can play defense. The Wizards, they just can't play defense. They just don't. They do don't, it. or just don't. Maybe yeah, there's no yeah. turning it on at any point in time. There's no lockdown. John Wall's not playing defense. Bradley Beal's not playing defense. That and those are their two best guys. And if things follow downhill, man, you know what I mean. Like the guys on the the lower end guys. If the if the best guys on the team aren't doing something, the other guys aren't going to do it. That's why LeBron James. Another reason why LeBron James is the greatest teammate of all time because mm-hmm. that dude works hard at everything. Listen, does he take plays off? Yes, but you know in practice that dude is Ding up and he's he's making everybody else following his footsteps. He he is usually a very good example. Yeah. 
Um, Usually, he's the example. He's the king, man. Come all right. on. All right, Mr. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> but we're but now we're hearing all these rumors about, okay, so who's going to go first? Is John Wall getting traded? Is Bradley Beal getting traded? Otto Porter getting traded? You know, people, guys are starting to talk about the possibilities. Everybody's on the trade block for them. Nobody's safe. Oh, they came out and said it, and then that pissed everybody off even right. more. Markeith Morris is cussing about it. He's this bull crap. Everybody's upset about it. This team is in a tailspin. It's just a bad culture. This right team now. is going to end up – this team, they might win more games than the Cavs, but they are in a worse spot than the Cavs are right now. Yeah. I, yeah, I think <laughs> they are probably less happy – than the Cavs are because the Cavs look they're dealing with a bunch of injuries they've got J.R. Smith that's uh, just I guess done playing now for them they've 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 come to a mutual agreement and if you want we can switch on which we will go into we'll that go now. we'll go into the the third of the big three things in the NBA we're just going to talk about Cleveland in general we'll start with J.R. leaving Cleveland exiting it's they basically just came together and said look this ain't working JR wants to win. I I understand that. Like it's like you said before. When you're winning, it's it cures a lot of things. JR's known for being a knucklehead. All right? And he was a knucklehead in Cleveland. But they won. So it was all good. Shirt off all day every day, you know. <laughs> everything's good with him. So but they start losing and here comes J. This is the JR Smith that when they yeah. won the when they won their championship, I saw this I was watching ESPN today. J.R. Smith's daughter's on the court while they're celebrating. And somebody who's got an ESPN microphone in her face and said something like, yeah, how, how great is this? What do you think about your dad being on a championship team? And she goes, I'm just happy that my dad didn't do anything to get kicked off the team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. How great is that? So, I mean, it's just how he is, you know. And it's good. just like you said, it's a culture you, when you're losing – the locker room's bad. J.R. Smith wants to win. That's the only way he's going to be a positive person on your team is if you're on a winning team. So if you're not on a winning team, don't sign J.R. Smith because it's not going to do you any good. Yeah, it, it sounds like it, it is making him look really bad that the Cavs said, you know what, we'll just pay you until we can find a trade for you. Just stay home. Just stay home. Stay away from said. our young guys. Yeah. Um, it, because yeah, I mean that's you're exactly right. That's it, it, that's, when that's he's, exactly when, what it when is. When he's unhappy, he's not going to be he's not going to be good for your team. He is not going to be good for it. So he he was unhappy. That was part of the reason that um, that Teron Lou got got uh, fired because they want he he wanted to play all the veterans. So he wanted to play Jr. They fired him. Because they want the they want the Colin Sexton. The whole the point is guys, to get these young dudes out the there and playing to play. And and Teron Lou didn't want to do that, so they fired him. So then, since then, J.R. Smith hasn't played as much. Yep. And he's like, okay, I'm not playing as much. We're losing every game. They're two and fifteen or whatever. Yep. He's like, I'm done here. Yeah. I'm done here. Which is crazy, because man, you just you know what? It How has, bad does it have to be? It has well, and that's the thing. Like it's it has happened. I don't want to open a whole can of worms here, but it's happened for a long time. Um, like a long, long time ago, people were doing this, but it's more prevalent now. The power that the players have. It's incredible. It's incredible. Guys, in these it's union, happening all the in, time. In the in the strong union sports of baseball and basketball, and the NFL union is strong as well, but without the guaranteed contracts and all that stuff like that, these players, man, they can hold everything over your head. 
Yep, and they do. They're and doing they, that. We it's just because, and it's because that they've been. They feel like they've been having that stuff held over their head for years. They've got a little bit of power. There, somebody does it. All it takes is one or two guys to do it and get away with it, and you start getting weirdos that think that they can do it. It you just know. happened with Jimmy Butler, who's Jimmy a superstar. Butler, yeah. But yeah. now you got J.R. Smith. The like, only on. reason he's going to get away with it is because he's a veteran. Yeah. If he's, and, a, and he's not, is he really getting away with it? Because he's actually, I mean, he's getting paid, and they're going to trade him. But really, they, I mean, it's, he's not helping himself in this situation. Jimmy Butler was still helping himself. Jimmy Butler said, look, I'm gone. Get me the hell out of here. But I'm still going to go out and play every night and be a, be the bad man that I am when I get out there. So he's still showing that. At least he's showing what he can do. J.R. doesn't even get an opportunity to to show that he can still play. I mean, he can, but to show that he's in shape or anything like that. I mean, yeah. he's in shape. You see a dude with his shirt off all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and you know what? Jimmy Butler actually did take three games off, but um, but but when he was in there, the game he was before he, hard. he he had one game in the middle. He took off in the game before he the game before he got traded. He took off. All right. He still though he played his he played his butt off. Right, uh, right. When he was playing, when he, he was. was in there. Yeah. Um, it's it's just a very interesting thing. So J.R. Smith is on his way out, but I'll tell you who who came back into Cleveland tonight is lebron james the king is back do you like lebron james i no no lebron's ah lebron that lebron james is my man i know he is i love michael dude jordan's my dude right this man i'm telling you right now is the this 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 cat's doing more things and his thing my thing with lebron is it's not just the fact that he's the best player Still in the league after 15 years or whatever at 35 years old, he's still the best player in the league. He still does more for his teammates. He still he he he's just the best teammate there could be. I wish I was. I wish <laughs> I was LeBron's uh, wife or girlfriend <laughs> or side piece or Here something. We go like again. That. It don't matter. Getting real weird again. <laughs> no, but anyway, seriously. So my man's back in Cleveland. Uh, congratulations! What happened with that? You got the scores pulled up at all? Did you see see if the, uh, when no, I, I when we came there. down here to start this podcast, it was a tie game, 24-24. Obviously, early they were, in the game, they were losing at halftime by two. Were they? The 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 Cav- the Cleveland the two Cavaliers and fifteen Cavs. Now, here's the thing. Everybody was worried. What's going to happen when LeBron gets here? Is he going to get booed? Is he? Are people going to cheer for him? Look to me, this is easy. That you give him a standing ovation and you cheer like crazy for him. They should have unveiled a a statue tonight, or named a street after him tonight, or put his jersey up in there tonight. Because honestly, they're saying they're still having trouble selling tickets to this game. So do something for this guy. Because listen, this dude did something for your city, not just your franchise, not just your team, but your city. He made Cleveland relevant. He brought money to Cleveland. That that's it. The one dude. The one dude did that. Yeah, he. I don't know why anyone would possibly boo this guy. I don't care if you're in Cleveland or Miami or L.A. or whatever. Why would you? Because he chose not to sign back Look, with the your first team. time. The first time it happened, and that was when this whole uh, players holding this hostage teams hostage like they're doing now. That was kind of the the first big one to do it with the decision. And and yeah, everybody hated it. People have been doing it so much since then, dude. And he brought them a championship. He he did what he finally set out to do. He brought them that championship. How do you boo that cat? And now he's moving on because, look, 
you can't be a Cavs fan and be honest with yourself and say that 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 uh, front office is making any moves correctly. Nah. He won a championship and went to three straight despite having probably the worst front office in all of the NBA. Maybe not the worst, but one of the Close. top worst five. So, yeah, LeBron is the man. LeBron was the GM, the coach, the best player, uh, the, 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 the point guard, the power forward, the small forward, and played center. He did it all. <laughs> that meant he was – he – you got to stand up and cheer that dude. He did something nobody else has been able to do in Cleveland for 100 years. Yep, and he uh, – they did do a tribute video. So uh, during a timeout in the first quarter, they played a tribute video. It was pretty short, actually, much shorter than I thought, but it was cool. It was he really- said it was – Winters was pretty excited about it. He said he, said he saw it, wasn't going to say anything about it, but he said he was pretty excited about it. It was, pretty, it was a pretty nice video. It was cool, and what I liked the most about it is it, it showed some highlights and stuff from, from them winning the championship and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then it said um, basketball was great, but we really know um, it's, it's – about more it's more it's about more than basketball or whatever and they show the so school or something or well yeah they they did the they showed him doing a bunch of community stuff and the school thing and the lebron james family foundation or mm-hmm. whatever that he had for a long time um so that that part was really cool and that's kind of how it ended and he was you know he came out of the timeout and was waving to everybody and and it looked like he was a little uncomfortable, actually, I, yeah, and, uh, which is different and, for him. But usually he's yeah. ready for stuff like that, and, right? And he he knows how to take it in, unlike a unlike KD would have done. I, yeah, KD will never get a tribute video. No, he will ever. because every single person gets one now. He'll know, where's he going to get it at? Isaiah where, Thomas where is he going to get it at? He leaves Oakland. He Oakland. He lives gold. Leaves Golden State this year. He's not getting one when he comes back to Golden State. They were winning. He they might. did everything. They did everything without KD. They were doing these things without KD. He's not going to get it there because he's going to end up pissing everybody off by leaving because Draymond's going to run his mouth and make make Golden State fates Golden State <laughs> Golden State fans hate him. Woo! Try to get that one out, and then you know he's not getting one in OKC. He done burned that bridge with 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 their main man. Why would him. Why would Golden State fans hate him? Because when he's he's going to leave in this whole uh, Draymond Green thing, everywhere he goes, Draymond Green's going to talk about him. Every to everywhere he goes, and then Golden State fans are going are going to have are going to be have Draymond Green's back, and they're gonna they're gonna go right along with their teammate, their team. I'm telling you, that's just, I'm just telling you how it is. That's Draymond's how it is not going to say anything about Kevin oh, Durant after he leaves. He's going to get on KD all the time. He clowns everybody Dur- during the games. Yeah, so maybe in that case. Golden State fans will start if they go at it where wherever Durant goes. First thing that happens, they win a championship and K, KD leaves, and they win a championship that year. First microphone in front of Draymond Green is gonna he's gonna no say something. Way. He's gonna go, "Hey KD, no, I way. told you, hey KD, <laughs> no, no way." I I'm telling you though, guys, <laughs> guys are getting tribute videos for being in a place for like two years and averaging 15 points a game and then going somewhere else. And then they come back the next year and they get a tribute video. It's it's gotten out of hand. But anyway. I didn't um, know that. I had no yeah, idea. It's, oh, gosh. Anyway. Okay. LeBron. So the Lakers did beat the Cavs by four points. It was 109-105, Ooh, Close game. Way. way to go. Way to, way um, to take care. Hey, Cle- listen, that another way LeBron's being a good guy. Oh, he he goes in. back into Cleveland, his hometown, where he, st- he still loves these people, and he's like, you know what? Y'all been losing a lot. I'm going to give you a reason to stay at this game all day. I'm going to give you something to cheer about. I'm not going to let you win. 
I'm going to win in the end, but I'm 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 going to help you guys out. I'm going to give you a little a little up a little upbeat day in your 2 and 15 season. You know what's funny is <laughs> I you what? love Le, you love LeBron James so much <clears throat> and there was something that happened in a game. So he had 51 the other night, right? His their yes. last game two nights ago or whatever. He had 51. Right. He did something in that game that I did not like. And I thought about bringing it up and talking about it tonight. Is it but the three? You, was it the three? You, I what feel... was the score of that game? No, what was the score of that game? It was like a. It was my. It was, I think it might have been double digits. Okay, well here's like nine, nine or twelve. Here's or something the deal. Like that. Here's the deal. This is my thing. All right. <clears throat> if you have the opportunity to dribble the clock out, dribble the clock out. I have no problem taking a shot if the shot clock's going down. If shot clock's going down, throw it up there. Maybe you get a rebound, and you can get it, and then you can hold it out and walk it out. But the game is in hand. Yes, you do have to shoot it because the shot clock – I mean, you can take a shot clock violation, but you can shoot it because there's a shot clock. Yeah. He was four feet behind the three-point line. Yeah. There was a double team – his guy was on him. There was a, another guy running to double him. And it was one second left on a shot clock. He had no choice. Because he stood there and held it until yeah, that He did time. the right thing by bringing the clock all the way down, letting it go <laughs> no. down, and he threw one you, up. You shoot another no. three-pointer, double yeah. team from four feet behind What the else line, was he going to do with up, it? Up 10 what with like do with 30 it? seconds What was left. he going to do with it? Pa- go, to, go to the rim, pass the ball. How you go to one the rim? Those things. How you go to the rim with one second left on a clock? You go and to the rim before one second left on the clock. Well, but Lance just Lance just told him, "I die. You ain't <laughs> yeah. gonna take a three. Which Lance is why, just told him, which you ain't is why you were stupid for signing Lance <laughs> Stevenson to your team. <laughs> don't do that to my man. Don't don't infiltrate LeBron's head. <clears throat> you, you're the only person that's that was, ever been in there. It was a little bit. It was Get a out of LeBron's bit, head. It was a little I, bit dirty to me. I didn't like it. When I saw it like, happen, I thought of you. It was and a little I bit the like the thing. Jamal Murray thing. Not as bad. Here's but a the difference. Like it that. wasn't as bad. It right. wasn't as bad. I agree. And and number two, that's LeBron, bro. And number two, it's LeBron. It's I LeBron. Know, and that's not saying because I love LeBron, I'm saying, look, you're Jamal Murray. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, I'm saying you're Jamal Murray. That's LeBron no. James. <laughs> it doesn't. That shouldn't matter. Oh, baloney it sandwich. It does to people, oh, but no. it shouldn't. That's just like if you're, you're in doing practice. If you're in practice and and the, and the coach that like NFL practice and the coach sits Brett Favre all week doesn't let him play and the guys are like, oh man he don't ever practice yeah but look when when my man gets out there on the field what does he do so you you also th- you also believe in the superstar call being correct right like you believe that LeBron should get foul calls that not everybody else gets right swipe left or no, swipe right swipe, on that swipe left swipe left oh. i disagree with that see i think that's I that's pretty that. similar to that thing too then I, if it's okay for him because he's lebron james cuz his name is lebron james now you're talking about changing a game now you're talking about changing a game because of getting too many foul calls and stuff like that on you i think here's what i think about the lebron james superstar calls i don't think there's enough calls on him i think he gets i think there's not enough foul calls on when he goes into the paint. I think there's a lot of bullcrap ones that get called that he doesn't get touched, but I think he gets mauled half the time and they don't call anything. Just because he's so big, you can you can you can hit him hard and he won't move. It's the Shaq deal. You can beat those dudes up down there when they're he can go up and get a rebound. You can beat him up as he goes up. He's not going to get a. They're not going to call foul. They did. call their foul on on when he's driving to the basket and he barely gets touched. See that that evened out for Shaq because Shaq. Shaq was a was a a living breathing offensive foul constantly. He was just an offensive foul every possession for me 
That's why I didn't like him much as a player. Love him now. Didn't care for him as a player. I think he's a little bit overrated as a player. Wow, he really? Is. Oh, yeah. Shaq, yeah. That's one of the most dominant players in That's NBA what everybody history. says, and he is, but he d- he admittedly didn't rebound as well as he could have, and he, he never developed – he could never shoot the ball. He had to – he had to finish around the rim all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and he he never he was never like a bit. He had Look, some games where he blocked a lot of shots and stuff, but when he would he would disappear on defense sometimes too and stuff like that. And he admits that he's like, I wasn't a defensive player. I wasn't a rebounder. I would just I would just get the ball and dominate you and dunk on you. And, and that's what he would do. But I he love, would get. I love Shaq too. He would. <laughs> Look, I just love happy people. Just be happy. If oh, you're I, happy, I love, I love you. I love Shaq. Be I happy, love I love you. Now. If KD was happy, I'd love. I used to love KD when KD he had them would be Footlocker, happy if he those Footlocker have, commercials. If he didn't have idiots yelling stupid stuff at him all the time. Oh, please. For, because he decided to go play for a good team. Whatever. Uh, what LeBron? LeBron. You don't see LeBron going around cussing every fan out. Shoot, for two years when he went to Miami, everybody in everybody in this country hated him. He just cried. Like he just, yeah, but he just he, doesn't have that in him. He just, he just gets sad and goes to the hotel and cries. How do you know? Because I know. Don't talk about because LeBron's because like LeBron's it. God. I know. Stop it. All right. There okay. we go. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think that's about all we got, right, brother? I, I feel you got anything else you want to get into? I, I think I'm all set. Think you're all set. You think this, you got it all out? On this Thanksgiving Eve. On this Thanksgiving Eve. Once again, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. We appreciate you listening. Uh, SoundCloud, Apple, uh, Apple Podcast, iTunes. Uh, if you check it out on Facebook Live or on YouTube, uh, we appreciate that as well. A uh, few people still hanging on. Thanks for thanks for checking us out. Thanks for hanging in there, and. Uh, yeah, uh, I, you know, check us out. SoundCloud, nosebleedsports.com, coming soon. Coming soon. Uh, T-shirts. Coming com- soon. Vote, vote on, coming soon. Vote on Alfred Payton versus JaVel McGee, worst hair in the NBA. Coming soon. Coming soon. Uh, we're also going to have three logos up there, hopefully tonight, too. Coming vote soon. Vote on one of those. And uh, then we can finally get those T-shirts out to the people we promised them to. Right, coming soon. And if you want a Nosebleeds podcast T-shirt, no, 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 no. I'm not no, giving no, no. them away anymore. I'm not giving them away. If you want they're, one, you can pay for it. Yeah, thirty nine ninety five. Not thirty nine ninety five. Six easy installments of thirty nine ninety five <laughs> per shirt. Per shirt. We hey look, we even got a deal going. You one shirt a month. And you have to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Shipping's forty dollars. Anyway, all right. That sounds good. We appreciate it. And uh happy Thanksgiving, man. Happy Thanksgiving I'll to see, you. See you tomorrow on the gridiron. Yes, you will. I can't wait. I can. I know you can. <laughs> All right. So for Adam Schmidt, I'm Chris Witt. Don't forget to turn your headlights on.